coming at you full stream ahead from the live music capital of the world, Austin, Texas. This is the second hour of the Rick Adams radio program. The first hour was just a blast, folks. If you missed the first hour, shame on you. If you're just now tuning in, shame on you, because there was a lot of good stuff in there. Uh, we played some audio from... Um, Monday's broadcast of uh, the Hen Farm, uh, that is The View, uh, they were squawking about uh, Sheen's Corner, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, I think if Charlie, blah, 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 well, what Charlie's probably doing is blah, blah, blah. And, you know, uh, Charlie's got people on his payroll, blah, blah, blah. He's got enablers, just like the rest of us, blah, blah, blah. Uh, my favorite part, of course, was uh, what I call the drunk speak of Whoopi Goldberg. Well, I think we if just have to keep be good for him. checking it. What's he doing, hate it? Well, there's stuff going on that maybe that he on. can see. Oh, oh, what the hell was that? You doing okay there, Whoop? Uh, hmm? Yeah, a little struggle there. What was going on? Been uh, been hitting the bottle a little bit lately, hmm? Well, I think we if just is, have to keep good for him. checking it. What's he gonna do and hate it? Well, there's stuff going on that maybe that he on. can see. Sorry, whoop, but you know, you gave me the opportunity. When I see an opportunity, I take it, whoop. Well, I think we if just is, have to keep be good for him. checking it. What's he gonna do and hate it? Well, there's stuff going on that maybe that he can see. All right, very nice. Yeah, we ding that one. It's there to stay. It's not going anywhere. Uh, so we did that. Uh, I shared the uh, top ten English bands um, based on votes submitted uh, by visitors to uh, thetop10s.com. And if you want to visit that website, by the way, the top tens, it's separated by hyphens. So it's the dash top-tens.com. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying that's what you have to do. So you're out there saying, well, why are you saying it like that, Rick? What's with the tone of voice? Uh, you got a problem with that? No, I don't. Did I say there was a problem? No. <laughs> I don't know what that was. I'm sorry, you know... I heard uh, Whoopi's drunk speak, and I guess it made me uh, go a little crazy in mind, kind of like uh, like Charlie Sheen. All right, uh, our website, if you're not there already, can be found at localsoundspot.com. Again, that's localsoundspot.com. It is there where you will find uh, links to the stories we share on the program today and then some. It is also there where you can uh, follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook. Go to localsoundspot.com. You'll find a button there that you can click to follow us on Twitter as well as an embedded widget that will allow you to uh, like us on Facebook. And last but not least, yes, you can listen on demand. Go to localsoundspot.com and select the podcast of your choice in the audio player on the right. And ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt this broadcast with a special announcement. The rules suddenly lose shape, and the bell no longer tolls for the candid meek 
or the battle-weary veteran left behind to guard his soul. Sit back and rejoice, for the Malibu Messiah, the condor of Calabasas, the warlock of your jealous face, sits before you, undigested hummus trading real estate for this fire dam. You picked a fight with a warlock, you little worm. Remember this. After that first drink, back. The drink you know you want. The drink you can't avoid any longer. How's it taste? How's it feel? Are you whole again? At peace? In love? You are no match for this warlock. My power will consume you every losing day, ugly whore. You are all nothing shy of traitors. Your rational egos will be your downfall. Mark this warlock's words. Defeat is not an option. Stay tuned, good soldiers. I'll see you all very soon on the battlefield. Godspeed. That, ladies and gentlemen, is the man that you want to elect President of the United States. That's what all you tweeters are saying out there. I don't know. Don't deny it, folks, because you're out there blasting, you know, your Twitter pages, or at least Charlie Sheen's Twitter page. Charlie Sheen for president. I would vote Charlie Sheen for president. Well, not me. You would. I'm saying this is what you are saying, because you're crazy like that. I mean, hey, I'm not taking a political position here, but ladies and gentlemen, if any of you out there were crazy enough to vote for Barack Obama, then you would definitely be crazy enough to vote for Charlie Sheen. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, that's not wrong. (laughs) The crazies are out there. Uh, probably, you know, the two million, uh, the, the what, two and a half million people now following Charlie Sheen on Twitter are probably two and a half million wackos. I don't think any sane person out there would far, would follow Charlie Sheen. Well, no, I can't say that. I don't know that for sure. It's not factual. I shouldn't say it, right? This isn't the view, Right? Okay, we got some Charlie Sheen audio to play. Yes, we do. From his fourth and perhaps final episode of Sheen's Corner. It's reported anyway that um, that is to be his uh, final uh, webcast. Although, I don't think so. I think he'll be back. He's crazy enough to come back. He will be. Uh, He's not done with his rage. He's just not. You know... Those coke freaks, they get uh, whacked out like that, and um, there's really no end to it. You, you you start, and you can't stop. It's impossible, especially with uh, with his mind. I mean, my God. Was it that third episode, sitting at the table? It looked like in a conference room or a screening room or something, uh, smoking a cigarette and yelling and screaming at somebody on the phone. Uh, he's not done yet. Um, and in a way, I kind of hope he's not because it gives me material. It does. He gives us radio guys. Charlie Sheen gives us radio guys plenty of material. There's always new material. You can always... It, it, you're guaranteed fresh material with somebody as whacked out as Charlie Sheen. I mean, look at what, what Ted Williams did for us guys, us radio guys, right? There was always something new on Ted Williams. 
And I think there's more on Charlie Sheen. The Rick Adams Show. A local sound spot. You're listening to Rick Adams on localsoundspot.com. Yeah, you are. Yeah, buddy. It's the second hour of the Rick Adams radio program. And as promised, we've got some uh, Charlie Sheen audio. And um, I should probably, it's probably worth mentioning again. Uh, I mentioned it last hour, uh, but I should probably mention it again this hour. Um, in addition to streaming the show live over the Internet, the audio of it anyway, uh, we are also streaming video live over the Internet. So you can not only um, listen to my voice, but you can, um, you, can, you can now put a face to the voice. How about that? Uh, you get to see my big, fat, uh, jiggly face. <laughs> oh, man. I'm not sure how to feel about this. Um, yes, and my, my awkward um, beard growth. You can see it all. In all of its glory. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's cool. Um, I like this kind of stuff from a technology point of view. It's it's cool. So we'll see how it goes. I don't know if we'll do it every day, but, you know, we'll, we'll just run with it. Okay. Uh, so we got audio from uh, the fourth and potentially a final episode of Sheen's Corner. And uh, who knows if it'll be his last. I don't think so. I think it's all just BS. But here we go. We're going to break it down, folks. So the fourth and potentially final episode of Sheen's Corner that uh, streamed on Tuesday night on Ustream.com. Here we go. The decision to choose the enemy is generally thought of as, quote, a chaotic and random event fueled by the circumstance of injustice. Oh, 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 oh. Wait, 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 wait. A couple things to mention. God, I keep forgetting this. Um, you're going to hear a dropout. Uh, there was some audio problems on Charlie's side. Uh, the reason for that echo in the background there, that's the sound coming from the video camera he was using. Now, you're going to hear a dropout. There's going to be nothing. And then gradually the sound comes back. Uh, the muted portion is not that long. It's a few seconds and then it comes back. Uh, it was, I don't know, it was as if they did a switch, a rough transition from camera audio to uh, the lapel mic that he was wearing. So who knows what the hell happened. And also we removed the curse words. So you'll hear some dropouts, some breaks in the audio. As Charlie... Per usual, drop some S-bombs and some F-bombs. Here we go! Yet paralleled by the finite rage of purpose. End quote. Oh, starting off with a quote. All right. I uh, don't know who he was quoting. He said, um, this is where the audio dropout happens, but um, on our end, we got to hear something about 1827. So he was getting historical on us. Yeah, kicking off the uh, fourth episode of Sheen's Corner with some history. All right, go Charlie. This is the audio dropout I was talking about. So oh, when the crosshairs land squarely upon the very heart that I call my own. Okay, now, so now we're picking up the audio from his lapel mic. Quote, the rules suddenly lose shape, and the bell no longer tolls for the candid meek or the battle-weary veteran left behind to guard his soul. Another quote. 
Wow, Charlie. Getting kind of uh, poetic on us, hmm? End quote. Oh. Edgar Allan Me, 2077. Hmm. Edgar Allan Me, 2077. Um, well, not sure if you'll uh, make it to 2077, but, uh, but thanks for that, though. It's a good try. Now that I have your lazy f***ing attention, world... Oh, yep. <sighs> Sorry. Had to, uh, had to drop that one. That was an F-bomb. <laughs> All right. We back? All right, let's continue on. Sit back and rejoice. For the Malibu Messiah, the condor of Calabasas, the f***ing warlock of your jealous face sits before you, undigested hummus trading real estate for this fire dance. Hmm. I beg you all to stay glued to this raven-wise, Gibson-shredding, napalm poet before you. Wow. It's pretty intense there, Charlie. We're getting ramped up. We're getting fired up. Let's hear that one more time, can we? Come on. It's thinking. Here we go. I beg you all to stay glued to this raven-wise, Gibson-shredding, napalm poet before you. Oof. Ouch. Some, uh... Harsh words there, Charlie. Alone and unshackled, as the desperate cries of the soon-forgotten echo freely in my lair, directing your gaze to their silly and sad, legless and dying heartbeats. Well, that's pretty intense. Beware, I told all, yet beware clearly, I told no one. Canned slabs of jaundiced gorilla pelts fill the plates of those fools and clowns <laughs> and nabobs. Oh, how they once begged to attend my perfect banquet in the nude. Oh! What was that? Back the trolley up a second. What? How they once begged to attend my perfect banquet in the nude. How they once begged to attend my perfect banquet in the nude. Uh, old Chucky boy have some uh, nude parties there at the uh, Sheen Castle? Hmm? I didn't think uh, Sheen's Castle was also a uh, nudist camp. Or uh, was hosting... Uh, Nude banquets. Wow. I'm not sure how that would go over. Get an invitation in the mail. Oh, look, honey. We got an invitation from uh, Charlie Sheen. Oh, yeah? What for? Uh, he's hosting a banquet. Oh, great. We should go. Mm, yeah, there's something you should know, though, honey. What? We have to, we have to go in the nude. We have to be naked. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. I don't think that would go over well. Well, imagine uh, calling up a date for that. Hey, uh, what are you doing this weekend? Nothing. You want to uh, you want to go with me to Charlie Sheen's banquet? Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, well, there's something you should know, though. What? Uh, it's it's a, it's a it's a banquet you attend in the nude, so we have to be naked. Hello. Hello? Are you there? Do you want to go? Hello? Are you there? Yeah, I'm not sure about that. All right, continuing on. Now they just beg for the keys to my gold. Oh, another reference to the gold. Remember when he was uh, flaming out at uh, Chuck Lorre and all the other executives? Uh, involved with two and a half men. Uh, was it about Chuck Lorre? He said, you know, he was turning uh, Chuck's tin cans into gold. 
So we have another gold reference. All right, we're coming up on a break. So uh, let me cue this up because we have to make the decks ready. Uh, there's a switch at every break. So uh, I'll cue this up. When we come back, we'll have more. You can always rely on me for that, right? You can always count on me for giving you more. I wouldn't just stop here, folks. No, no, no. This is good stuff. It's Rick Adams' radio program. We'll be right back. The Rick Adams Show. A local sound spot. You're listening to Rick Adams on localsoundspot.com. Yes, indeed you are. It's the second hour of the Rick Adams radio program. Uh, we're going to continue on with the uh, Charlie Sheen audio. There were a couple of items that I wanted to get to. Um, <laughs> we love studies, right? Hey, can't get enough of them. I mean, they're so... They just fill our heads with so much knowledge and um, make us more aware of things than we used to be. Um, so, hey, God love them. Uh, got a couple of them here that I wanted to share with you. Uh, and I think both are probably somewhat obvious. At least to me, they are. The first study, uh, most definitely of no surprise. This <laughs> was not shocking to me at all. Um, shopping carts. You ready for this? You probably know this already, but you got to hear this. If you haven't already. Shopping carts, according to a new study, carry fecal bacteria. Mm, yeah. On your next uh, trip to the grocery store, you might want to um, stick some gloves in your pocket or some handy wipes or something because a study funded by Clorox. Yeah, Clorox. Big name. Sure, you got some Clorox products laying around the house somewhere. The study was funded by uh, Clorox. And uh, Charles, I guess it's Gerba. Charles Gerba. And um, let's see, Charles Gerba at the University of Arizona in Tucson swabbed cart handles in four states. 85 carts. They swabbed the handles of 85 carts in four states. You ready for the results? <laughs> this is mildly disturbing, but uh, at the same time, no surprise whatsoever. 72% tested positive for fecal bacteria. Uh, now, I will say, uh, during many trips to the store, I've had to go into the restroom and, you know, do some business. And I've seen dudes go in and, you know, do a number two and leave without washing their hands. I've seen it. I've heard it. Um, and I think... You know, you may go to your favorite grocery store. It's your favorite because it's clean or it appears to be clean, what have you. But I think there's a lot more going on than you think. 
man, even the employees, you know, think about that. The guy that's pushing that long row of carts to the front of the store. And, you know, he washed his hands after he, uh, you know, did a little dippity doodle in the men's room. 72% of the 85 carts that they swabbed tested positive for fecal bacteria. You wipe your bum, you gotta wash your hands. Come on, folks. Um, now, of 36 carts that they examined more closely, half tested positive for E. coli. Hmm. Might just want to avoid using the uh, cart altogether. What about those cart wipes? Some stores, uh, I don't know, you know, about the stores uh, where you are, but here, some of the stores we go to uh, here in Austin, they've got um, these little kiosks or these stands, and it's a uh, a bin of cart wipes. You know, it's just a little container of, um, I don't know what uh, chemicals are on it, but, uh, you know, when you're done, as you're walking out of the store, you can pull one of those things, one of those wipes from the container and uh it's not I don't think it's intended for your hands. I think it's intended to wipe down the uh the handle of the uh shopping cart. Uh are those doing any good? How many people are even using those? Cuz I've pulled some out of there to wipe down the uh, shopping cart handle and they were dry. Then again, you know, they put them outside and you know, here in Austin, I mean, it could be 29 degrees one day and then 93 the next. So maybe one um, hot day too many. I don't think very many people are using those things. Um, Now these stats, um, I guess from what Charles Gerba and his team are saying, Team Gerba, uh, they're saying that uh, this is more than what you would find in a uh, supermarket restroom. So the restrooms are actually cleaner than the shopping carts that you're resting your hands on for, uh, you know, what, hour and a half to two hours, however long you spend in a store. Because, you know, you, you go for just bread and a gallon of milk and you end up spending two hours and $200 on stuff that, uh, you know, you didn't uh, go for to begin with. Now, why is that? And they actually, I'm... I got to hand it to them on this study. They actually covered some of the questions that we might have. Why would the restroom be cleaner than the handles of the shopping carts? Why? Why? Well, it's because the cleaning uh, products that they use in the restrooms are disinfecting cleaners. They clean the restrooms with disinfecting products. They don't use them on the carts. Uh, maybe every so often uh, it's time to power wash those uh, carts with hot water and, you know, alcohol, whatever else. Wow. Now how about this? Another study. You, you know, give, uh, give Team Gerba a round of applause for that. Because they actually did pretty decently on that one. Uh, Painkillers. Painkillers. <laughs> Oh, this should have been obvious. Uh, According to a new study, painkillers are linked to birth defects. Who would have thought? 
kind of obvious just from that, right? Risks for spina bifida, uh, hydrocephaly, congenital glaucoma. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, that frightens me just because it has the word genital in it. Congenital glaucoma. Ooh. Uh, gas, gastroscosis. Oof. Big words. All these risks are heightened. Uh, if taking, uh, painkillers, either just before, or in the early stages of pregnancy. Eh, we'll get to the rest of this in a little bit. Cause, I mean, it's obvious, folks. The Rick Adams Show. On local sound spot. You're listening to Rick Adams on localsoundspot.com. Where has the time gone, folks? Jeez Louise, we're having way too much fun. Uh, seems like five minutes ago I was thinking, God, is the second hour ever going to get here? Is the second hour going to get here? And now look, we're almost done with the second hour. That's easy to do when you've got Charlie Sheen audio, right? Okay, yep, we're carrying on with uh, audio from the fourth and potentially final episode of Sheen's Corner. Uh, he was informing us about, uh, what was he saying? He was saying something about, um, oh, firing a gorilla pelt? Sure, at uh, the fools and clowns that once begged him to attend his banquet in the nude. Carrying on, Charlie Sheen. Come on, Chucky boy. Canned slabs of jaundiced gorilla pelts fill the plates of those fools and clowns and nabobs. Oh, how they once begged to attend my perfect banquet in the nude. Mmm, yeah. Not sure of that. Um, might have to provide some evidence. Who, in their right mind, uh, were begging to attend your banquet in the nude? Chucky boy, who? Now they just beg... For the keys to my gold. No. Here's not my really. unwanted guest list. Uh oh, here come the names. To keep their stench from polluting my magic daiquiri, or even worse, stealing my favorite pony. What? Stealing his favorite pony? Uh, did Charlie Boy have a uh, My Little Pony collection that he was robbed of? Hmm. Not sure what you mean by that, Chuck. Okay, here come the names. Oh, this could be ugly. A pony named Steve. What? Pony named Steve? Don't know what you're talking about there, Charlie. Whoops! I'm sorry. I hit the wrong button. <laughs> Whoops. I meant to hit play. Here we go! His orange mane painted blue. Blue like the evening sky. All right, enough about the pony. Get to the names. Come on. We're running out of time here, Chuck. ...into their basement to acquire the ancient flatware and uh -huh. a rotten cheese board covered in the mold of their moral dysentery. Okay. But, of course, a serving tray for the pungent snacks they must now choke down. Sure. Again, the unwanted guest list. Here we go. Number one, less than Goonves. Oh, okay. That is, of course, uh, less Moonves. The, uh... The president of CBS. All right. Give it to us, Charlie. What do you got on uh, Les Moonves? Part scoundrel, part my hair to the side. 
What? Part scoundrel, part my hair to the side. Is that um? Is that a stab at how Les Moonvest combs his hair? I don't know how he combs his hair, so that one's not working on me, Charlie. Screw less, I proclaimed. Or better oh. Yet, screw more. Oh. You gave me a word, so in turn you gave me nothing. Uh, what word did he give you, Charlie? You know, um, after your stint in rehab, if you didn't uh, blast these guys, uh, you'd still be working on uh, two and a half men, right? You still have your show. You still have a good rapport with these guys, but um, yeah, you've uh, you've burned the bridges there, Charlie. It must really suck being your missus. Ooh, what does the wife have to do with it? What does Mrs. Moonves have to do with it? Uh, I don't know. We're missing some information. You got some blanks to fill in here, Charlie. The promise of getting something yet receiving nothing. Hmm. In vitro side, all shiny pool boys rejoice. And line the block around your house. Sizzle, losing, bye. All right. Was that another, uh... Yeah, give us a ding on that. Yeah. Because we've got, uh... Let's see, let's run that back. Block around your house. Sizzle, losing, bye. All right. Cool. Another one for the soundboard. Number two, Peter Roth. Oh, Peter Roth, chief executive at Warner Brothers. <sighs> okay, Charlie, why is Peter Roth on the unwanted guest list? I will not call sloth. I spare you this revelatory maelstrom of pure exposure, as your heart was always rooted in fairness and hug-bonding good tidings. Trust not your evil overlords. They will discard you and then abandon <laughs> your precious family. Liars yeah. and fools, all of them. Get out while you can, good sir. Sheen's Corner could use the bright and sterling presence you led with from day one. Uh-huh. Have my digits. Use them. Oh, you've got my digits. Use them. Yeah, I wouldn't get my hopes up, though, Charlie. I don't think the phone's... I don't think your phone's going to be ringing anytime soon, given your uh, behavior as of late. Oh, your courage, Peter. Come dance in my gold. Are those ca- are those camera sounds in the background? Do we hear cameras snapping photos? Uh, this is done at Charlie's house, but is this like a photographer on the set kind of a deal? Listen closely. I think there's uh, camera snaps in the background there. Number three, Bruce. Bruce, Daisy and Wilt. Uh, is this going to be a stab at Bruce Willis? Why? Uh... Is there something between Bruce and Charlie that uh, we don't know about? Oh, he's got some blanks to fill in on this one, and I hope he does. What do you got on Bruce? Why is he on the uh, unwanted list, Chuck? Shame on you, you much shorter than average fool. Oh! Shame on your invalid attempts to shell game this grand magician. Oh! My crew now knows the truth. And yes, that is all of their fists pounding on your paper-thin chamber door. Ouch. They now lead with solid proof of your sordid hypocrisy and yellow spine tactics. Oh, Charlie. Wait. Ow. Is that an angry mob raiding your muckhole? Oh. It's over, tiny man. Grab ankles and accept your fate. Why? What did Bruce do? Uh, I might have to Google this one. Uninformed. Wow. <laughs> Must really suck being you right now. Oh. Charlie, not making things any better here, bud. 
The pulp of fiction suits you well. Since childhood short, weak, thick glasses, never seen by a goddess, only owned by the bully, like a bitch. Sizzle, losing, bye. Oh, a second one. All right. Cool, we're on a roll. Number four. Oh, got to take a drag off the cigarette. Hiya, Chuck. Uh-oh. Cheese ball. What? This is obviously Chuck Lorre, but what did he call him? Hiya, Chuck. E. Cheese ball. Chuck E. Cheese ball. Yeah, I think that's uh, definitely one for the <laughs> soundboard. Duh. Yeah. Chuck E. Cheese Ball. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're running out of time. Uh, we may pick up on this tomorrow. We may not. Oh. Charlie. Just don't know what to do with you, man. I wish I did, but I don't. Duh. Show. A local sound spot. Dot com.